That was Alice Bag singing White Justice off of the album Blueprint. Greetings and welcome to Polyrical, a podcast of political music, a soundtrack for the resistance, a topical solution for the political revolution. You can send me a message. You can uh, email me at polyrical at gmail.com. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Tell me what you would like to like or what you, you would like to hear in any event. Uh, you can also go on polyrical.com. You can click on the link to request an artist or a topic or a song for a future episode. And I really appreciate those recommendations. You can also follow me on Twitter. You can follow on Twitter at Polyrical. It often feels like a rat race out there as we um, battle society's pressures to do things or just to get by those economic pressures that make it all a challenge and a struggle for so many this is Tim Buck 3 off their album Eden Alley with Welcome to the Human Race.
That will bring us to our topic of the episode. The topic of the episode, this episode, is plastic. And I came up with this topic after reading this short piece from Popular Science titled, We've Wasted So Much Plastic It's Almost Impossible to Picture. Every year, the Royal Statistical Society chooses an international statistic of the year. Like all the other end-of-year listicles and roundups you've seen, it's meant to capture some of the zeitgeist in a convenient, clickable package. In 2017, the panel voted for the number 69. All right, good number. That was the number of Americans killed by lawnmowers every year. And in their discussion of that, they compared it to the number 2, which is the number of Americans killed by what they term immigrant terrorists. This year's take is a bit less whimsical. The winning stat for 2018 is 90.5. That's the percent of all plastic waste that's never been recycled. It comes from a 2017 study in the journal Science called Production, Use, and Fate of All Plastics Ever Made. It's a wild read. The authors estimate that as of 2015... There had been 6.9 billion tons of plastic waste generated around the world, 79% of which ended up in a landfill or in nature, and 12% of which got incinerated. The sheer scale of that number is hard to fathom. One statistician writing for The Conversation calculated that, assuming you could fit 31 plastic bottles into a grocery bag, She tested it. The amount of non-recycled plastic waste would fit into roughly 7.2 trillion bags. 
but even that's hard to imagine. When was the last time you visualized a trillion grocery store bags? So just to uh, put that into a little perspective, you could take 7.2 trillion bags of plastic and you could cover every single road in America, but you'd have to stack them 24 across and 33 high with the amount of plastic waste that we generate every year. And that plastic waste study was uh, actually only since 1960. So there's just an enormous, enormous amount of plastic waste that we're generating. It's all around us. Uh, every single day, we're using lots and lots of different types of plastic. Here is, the sh here, here, is here are, these are the sugar cubes with Dear Plastic from here today, tomorrow, next week. That's everything. Mm -hmm. 
I got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of bleach. Five cans of cat food, a chicken and a peach. I had enough trouble picking out all this food. I can't stand decisions, I think it's so rude. That you ask me if I want plastic or paper. I don't know, just a bag. Oh, plastic sounds okay, just put it in the bag and let me go home. And the clerk, he says to me, he says, Mr. Consumer, please pause to reflect. The choice that you make can have a global effect. On lumberjacks and turtles, politicians and fish, would you like a paper bag? Is that your wish? On the other hand, I offer a bag that won't leak. And besides, it's got handles. Plastic. Well, okay, give me a plastic bag. Make it a plastic one. Maybe I'll have a, maybe, maybe, maybe a, a paper bag. Oh, yeah. It's such a big decision. I've got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of bleach. And what am I going to put it in, huh? I've got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of bleach. Oh, yeah. i got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of bleach. <laughs> it's paper. I got a bunch of bananas and a bottle of bleach. Well, stuff it in a sack. I don't care. It's a plastic bag. It's a paper bag. It's a, it's a wide, wonderful world. And let's mess it up. <laughs> and that was The Bobs from Songs for Tomorrow Morning. That was plastic or paper. So I am definitely, after hearing that last story that I read, going on a low plastic diet going forward and seeing whatever opportunities I can find in my life to reduce my use of plastic. I drink a lot of soda, and I drink most of that soda from plastic bottles. So going forward, I'm going to absolutely do my best to reduce the amount of soda I drink from plastic bottles. You know what? Soda also comes in aluminum cans. Those are highly recyclable if you have a good recycling system where you live. Or if you have a, uh, a bottle bill, you're paying a deposit on those and can return those back to the store. Um, so uh, there are ways we can all cut back. So low plastic consumption is the way to go. Speaking of plastic consumption, this piece is from Salon.com. Viral microplastic consumption study reveals how little we know about plastic toxicity. Plastics are fundamental to modern civilization, yet wreak havoc on our ecosystems. Considering an estimated 8 million metric tons fill up the ocean every year, adding to the estimated 150 million metric tons that already are circulating around Earth's waters, the non-biodegradable wonder material is a serious cause of environmental concern. A new study suggests that plastic isn't the the planet isn't the only body suffering plastic contamination. This week researchers from the Medical University of Vienna and Environment Agency Austria announced they have found microplastics particles of plastic smaller than five millimeters in stool samples from each one of their human test subjects. In other words, plastic is getting into our bodies, too. Eight people from Finland, Italy, Japan, the Netherlands, Poland, Russia, the United Kingdom, and Austria participated in the study. Each person kept a food diary the week before the stool sampling occurred, which showed researchers that all participants were exposed to foods that were either wrapped in plastic or they drank from plastic bottles. Six of the eight ate sea fish, too. None of them were vegetarians. Since marine life consumes plastics and microplastics in the ocean, eating seafood is one way humans can ingest microplastic. The stool samples were tested at the Environment Agency in Austria for 10 types of plastics. The results concluded, on average, there were 20 microplastic particles per 10 grams of poop polypropylene and polyethylene terephthalate 
PET were the most common types of plastic found in the samples. Quote, this is the first study of its kind and confirms what we have long suspected, that plastics ultimately reach the human gut. A particular concern is what that this means to us, especially patients with gastrointestinal diseases, said lead researcher Dr. Philip Schwabel. The findings raise concerns around how ingesting microplastics are or aren't harmful to human health. Yet experts who weren't experts who weren't associated with the study say they don't have definitive answers due to the lack of research in the field. Like many, many things that impact us uh, environmentally, many toxins, many pollutants, pesticides, um, etc., including plastics and microplastics, there are very, very few studies that give us guidance as to how those things in our environment impact us. Here is Gojira from The Way of All Flesh with Toxic Garbage Island.
plastic is the thing that we don't even really need. I got a problem with it, cause it caused the death of rapid speed. And I know I used to use it, but I think it's time to lose it, cause the damage that it's causing to the earth is so abusive. Have you ever used a plastic bottle? Where did it go? Only 9% of plastic in America's recycled. Let me teach you about waste without wasting my breath. In honor of the animals without any left. Millions of them die every single year, cause they choked on something long, thin and clear. And the straw that you left in a mess on your desk ended up on a beach in a seagull's chest. And let's not forget the environment. By the year 2050, scientists predict the ocean will contain more plastic than fish. And that's really not something I would wish. That's the text that's made of plastic And it's hard to differentiate What's actually food and what's just a piece of plastic waste You're hungry so you stuff your face Full of plastic forks and knives and paper plates And when you think you're finally full You realize you weren't even eating food But technically your stomach's full of junk That doesn't decompose and so you die and decompose And even when your corpse is gone And so are your bones The plastic is still there It never really goes away Keep making plastic and it's here to stay There's only so much that earth can take So I think it's time to make a change There's so many changes we can make like reusable cups and straws bring your own bags of grocery stores trying not to use anything disposable so many other options at your disposal i know it's hard to give up things that you're so used to but it's better for us all if you could learn how to reuse dude that's all i gotta say about that p.s throw away your trash was the last straw the bright fight theme song from scotty sire i play a lot of songs by david rovix david rovix a little while ago uh, probably a couple months ago started his own weekly podcast it's called this week with david rovix uh subtitled making popular history popular again um and uh this most recent week um, David put out uh, an episode called Hello 2019, Goodbye Weimar. So I'm going to use that as my few words segment um, in this episode and will occasionally use it as well in the future. So here you'll hear David uh, talk about um, some information that kind of leads in or connects to a song that he will then sing. Enjoy. Hello, this is David Rovix with episode 22 of This Week with David Rovix, which is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, as well as at davidrovix.com slash thisweek, or on the David Rovix mobile app, which is available for both Android and iOS. As a history buff, I often feel like I'm living in a parallel universe, or living in two places at once, or something like that. I feel increasingly like understanding the history of a place, or just knowing about history generally, gives you another way to perceive the world, at least as important as forms of perception like seeing or hearing. It's the only way to give the world around you the dimension of time. Without history, the world only exists in three dimensions, far too few to allow us to understand it. It often feels like I'm looking around me in the present day but I'm like some kind of person who has traveled in time from the future and I'm seeing people do things and I know what's about to happen and I'm yelling at everybody but nobody can hear me because it's one of those forms of time travel where I can see them but they can't see me. But I'm not traveling from the future. I'm traveling from the past. And it's a past that's so eerily familiar. I constantly feel like I've been here before even though I only read about it in books that were written well in advance of my birth. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I have to try hard to remember what year we're in. I have to sort through some strange internal conversations in order to make sense of the morning news when I turn on the radio. 
At first it was like, the Democrats have been in power for the past eight years, and although the cost of housing has risen by 50% during that time, and the country has been thrown into even deeper poverty, everybody knows there's no real alternative to the status quo, and they'll vote for the status quo again. That's when the out-of-phase experience started, I guess. No, I was shouting on Facebook, but people only saw the pictures of my baby that I posted. This is when the guy the rest of the establishment is calling a total idiot wins, because he's got huge popular support and the last government couldn't feed their people. Then I hear the pundit saying, The president is using his executive powers to withdraw from NAFTA, impose tariffs on imports, withdraw from the Paris Agreement, withdraw all U.S. troops from Syria, and send thousands of soldiers to the Mexican border. His bizarre combination of policy choices prove that he is just making decisions based on the latest story on Fox News. But surely he'll soon be convicted for political corruption, thrown out of office, and the status quo will be restored. No, wait a sec, I'm trying to respond. These things he's doing, they were all in his book. He's just fulfilling his campaign promises. These treaties he's withdrawing from, most of his people thought they were totally unfair too. Calling the leaders of the former administration that the press the enemy within may appear crazy, but there are millions of people really loving that stuff. Most people don't want the status quo back. There's that talking head again. But now he's shut down the government, exposing himself as a complete lunatic, a cornered animal, and soon the FBI will find him guilty. He'll be impeached, and everything will go back to normal. No, see... This is when he makes the gamble that all these laws only exist if we believe they exist, and if he says they don't exist anymore, then they don't. He doesn't actually launch any invasions of other countries for another five years. This is just the point where he declares himself to be the Fuhrer. History doesn't repeat, they say, but it often appears it does. Enough so that it seems like we should know just how it was when in another time and place the party in the driver's seat. The social democrats ruled on behalf of the elite. And the next person who arose to lead the state said he'd stand up for his people and make his country great. He said everyone's exploiting us and the reason why is we've been ruled by weaklings, now it's time we must reply. Military spending and industry grew, and the razor wire tent camps did too. He said we'll take the country back, and standing on the brink, he said it's anarchy or me, we can rise, or we can sink. Chicago to Milan, there was the specter of all those so inspired by the man. He signed treaties that were broken before the ink was dry. He left the League of Nations and Prime Ministers would try appeasement. But whatever they would do, the Fuhrer would just tighten the screws. Most of the news seemed real, at least after a while. The same propaganda, wherever on the dial, Germany was the victim, it would be victim no more. That's what he was saying years before the war, years before the Blitzkrieg, before extermination became the fate of so many then living in the nation. Inspired and stolen and lied. He said they took us for a ride with treaties signed by those serving foreign interests as every Aryan knows. But follow me, he said. You won't recognize the place. We'll be great again. We're the master race. People look back and wonder what could have been done many years before the war was won. 
When social institutions fell one after the next And then faster than almost anyone expected Few people could have even imagined the cost Once it was too late and the chance for peace was lost been episode 22 of This Week with David Brovix. To hear other episodes and to find out how you can support the podcast and get a Make Popular Education Popular Again tote bag, go to davidrovix.com slash thisweek. This song, 1933, appears on my vinyl album, Historic Times. You can download the whole album for free by signing up to my email list at davidrovix.com. Hope to see you next week in podcast land. And if you enjoy the uh, podcast Polyrical, I think you will enjoy just as much David's weekly dose of music and words and commentary uh, on his David This Week with David Rovix podcast. That'll bring us to our artist of the episode. The artist of the episode for this episode is Joe Solo. Joe Solo is an award-winning musician, writer, poet, activist, broadcaster, and washing machine engineer from Scarborough. His musical odyssey began in 1987, fronting a Bashamout band at school, and has seen him play nine countries, either as a linchpin of pop-punk upstarts Lithium Joe, or hammering out his unique brand of folk punk and blues in his own right. On top of releasing 16 albums since 2004, Solar's written books and had them written about him, runs a research project on the Hull Pals battalions in the First World War, has worked with underprivileged children to help them write their lives in song, co-runs May Day Festival of Solidarity, an annual event bringing together voices from music, poetry, and politics to celebrate International Workers' Day. He hosts a weekly radio show, and he still found time to open for some amazing performers such as Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott, Billy Bragg, Chris Wood, T.V. Smith, Louis Distress, David Rovix, Grace Petrie, and many more. You can find that complete list on joesolomusic.com. In May 2015, Joe helped create We Shall Overcome, a campaign pushing for a positive response from the music community to the poverty and hardship inflicted on ordinary people by the government's austerity program. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that shortly. But in addition, in his uh, recent concerts, he has been um, greatly supportive of uh, two campaigns. One is hashtag Socks Appeal, and the other one is hashtag period poverty. And this is also from his website. Alongside We Shall Overcome, I run Socks Appeal during the winter months, collecting warm socks, hats, gloves, and scarves, which are distributed among the street homeless of Greater Manchester during the worst of the weather. We have had great success with this, often meaning two or three carfuls per year, making their way to the front line of need. So first, a thank you for those amazing people who have supported this. And secondly... I have another ask of you. As of 1st August 2018, I'm starting another appeal to run alongside Sox Appeal, but to last the whole year round. I've been appalled by some of the stories reaching me of hashtag period poverty and the desperate attempts not only street homeless women are forced to go to, but those sanctioned by the state or in work with poverty wages when their bodies call. This is a national shame, and I want to try to help. So from 1st August 2018, all Joe Solo gigs will become collection points for sanitary products. I want everyone to feel totally free to pass me a carrier bag of sanitary towels in much the same way as you would pass me warm clothing in the winter. I will distribute these according to where there is need. Pauline Town has posted movingly on the subject before, so I will start there. And once Pauline has enough... I will look to make drops elsewhere. If that is too much for you to 
for you and you'd rather donate cash, I will see to it that this is spent on what is needed most. But I will say I'm hoping this ridiculous taboo around something which affects and in many cases genuinely afflicts 50% of the population can be broken and that no one will feel embarrassed or ashamed to help this appeal. So Joe Solo, in addition to singing some fantastic songs with uh, terrific messages, is uh, living what he sings and fighting to help people in many, many different ways. In that sense, he is one of the heroes. And this is his song, Land Fit for Heroes. This is Joe Solo off the album, The Past won't last forever. Bring us the land fit for heroes you promised. I was brought up believing the break'em was wrong. So bring us the land fit for heroes you promised. Until then the fight goes on. Yeah, yeah. I'll be proud of this country The day it remembers That it went on the English Who died on my side There was colours and creeds From all over the world there And I loved them like brothers And recall them with pride Yeah, so bring us the land fit you promised I was brought up believing the breakup was wrong so bring us the land fit for you promised until then the fight goes on yeah yeah I'll be proud of this country the day it remembers They sent us to die in our water and wars So each bomb that's dropped and each bullet that's fired now Dishonors our name and bring shame upon yours Yeah, so bring us the land with the heroes you I was brought up believing the breakup was wrong So bring us the land fit for you promised Until then the fight goes on I'll be proud of this country The day it remembers That a land is its people Not a palace and crown And you may remember them every November But each day their ghosts Walk the streets of this town And now empty chairs the head of a table, their bicycles rusting away in a shed, the records of laughter down long silent hallways. These are the ghosts of your glorious dead. I was brought up believing the breakup was wrong So bring us the land fit for you promised Until then the fight goes Bring us the land fit for you promised Or it went for freedom, we died after all Cause I fought for that land fit for you promised Not to buy Lady Muck a new mask for the ball 
will come when these dark days are done. Better times will come. Let the rouser cards come tumbling down. Build a new world up from the underground. Then better times will come. Let the empires fall and fade away. We build tomorrow from today. Then better times will come. Better times will come. Better times will come when these dark days are done. Better times will come. Behold the emperor's brand new clothes. Let lies and liars be exposed. Then better times will come. And let's vow to even up the scar So no rich man's above the law Then better times will come Better times will come Better times will come When these dark days are done Better times If money talks, it makes no sound. It sows to make the world go round. And better times will come. So join the struggle while you may. For tomorrow's just a day away. And better times will come. Better times will come, better times will come when these dark days are done. Better times will come, better times will come, better times will come when these dark days are done. Better times will and better times will come that was the name of that song and that sentiment is very true better times will come but they won't come quite quick if we're just sitting back waiting for them to come we have to uh give them a helping hand that song was off the album fight the good fight club and Joe Solo is giving those better times a big helping hand with the activities I mentioned before, uh, including We Shall Overcome, the project that he started with others. The first We Shall Overcome took place over the weekend of October 2, 3, and 4 in 2015 and comprised 250 gigs in 123 towns in eight countries on three continents. It raised an estimated 125,000 pounds of cash, food, clothes, and bedding for those hardest hit by austerity. Joe explains how it came to happen. Quote, on May 8th, in the immediate aftermath of the general election, I logged into Facebook and posted an excerpt from a speech given by Clydeside trade union activist Jimmy Reed in 1972. Quote, the widespread implicit acceptance of the term the rat race conjures a picture where we are scurrying around scrambling for position, trampling on others, backstabbing, all in the pursuit of personal success. Reject these attitudes. Reject the values and false morality that underlie these attitudes. A rat race is for rats. We are not rats. We are human beings. 
Jimmy was voicing his fears that society was changing irrevocably and that we were in danger of losing our humanity. The post was a part of my response to a perhaps inevitable result at the ballots. On an island riven by nationalist sentiment, anti-immigration propaganda, and an unprecedented and sustained hate campaign against those on welfare. The party most responsible for creating, feeding, and fueling these divisions clawed its way in. We faced five more years of class war from the top, and they were reveling in it. There were two possible reactions to it, to spend another five years calling them names or to do something positive about it. The question was what? My friend Stephen Goodall came up with the answer. He commented on Jimmy Reed's post, quote, We need a coordinated night all over the country of musical protest. Let's pick a date. And so it began. Within two days, we had managed to mobilize every left-leaning musician we knew, and we had our weekend, October 2, 3, and 4. And thanks to the Hurriers, we had a logo and a name. We shall overcome. And that project has continued since that date and uh, has done a heck of a lot to raise a lot of money and a lot of awareness to support the people most left behind by the direction that the government and the economies are moving. And while some of that is in the past, uh, that's also the present we're dealing with right now in many, many places. And as Joe Solo sings on his latest album, the title track, here is The Past Won't Last Forever. For all my people fighting for a better, fairer land For them who raise a fist and them who lend a helping hand For them who say no more and draw a line down in the sand Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah For them who got the bottle left to ballot for a strike To them who swallow down the fear and step up to the mic For them who click the share and yeah, for them who click the like Oh yeah By all trams, we stand together, not apart. Have an LGBT rainbow flag flying in my heart. Should never be afraid to love or be just who we are. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Tomorrow for an easy life today If you come and for my people You'll find me stood in the way Cause solidarity means stick together Come on me, oh yeah Oh yeah, oh yeah Past won't last forever It's changing The past won't last forever It's changing The past won't last forever It's changing Said all 
you boys and girls Waste away your younger years And trying to change the world If you want to know the truth, boy The truth of is this There's way too many people Like the world the way it is There's way too many people Like the world the way it is She likes the bit that says He likes the bit that says You give them just enough to lose Until it's something to miss And there's way too many people Like a well away You told me I could you all holier than now You know you're gonna lose this sonny make some money now Or you'll only end up bitter end up bitter over this There's way too many people like the well away it is There's way too many people like the well away it is She likes the bit that says he likes the bit that says You give him just enough to lose until there's something to miss And there's way too many people like the well Said I know you think I'm beaten, but I promise you I am. See me granddad always taught me there was no such thing as can. And the odds might be against me, but I like it like this. There's way too many people like the well the way it is. There's way too many people like the well the way it is. She likes the bit that says he likes the bit that says You give him just enough to lose until it's something to miss And there's way too many people like the well away it is Way too many people like the well away it is Way too many people like the well that was way too many people like the world the way it is that was from the album left turn on liberty lane and that will wrap up our set of songs by joe solo and that'll bring us to this prophets of rage song this prophets of rage off the self-titled album prophets of rage this is who owns who
And that'll just about wrap up this episode of Polyrical. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at Polyrical. You can email me at Polyrical at gmail.com. And you can check out the website Polyrical.com where you can go and find back episodes. And you can click on a donation button and you can give me all your money or or just a dollar. You know, a dollar will, will really help. Uh, this is... Uh, rather costly to get the licensing for being able to um, present these songs to you in this format. So uh, to keep this uh, going and keep it independent, you know, I do um, ask that you make a contribution if you are able. You can make a recurring monthly contribution or you can make a one-time contribution or you can continue to listen for free. And I love you all the same. And heading out in this episode, sometimes we have to do things that aren't very nice. And that is exactly what Melvina Reynolds sings about here in Ear to the Ground. Some of those things are very necessary and things that we have to do because of the state that we're in, uh, whether they are nice or not. This is Melvina Reynolds with It Isn't Nice. Thanks for listening. It is nice to block the doorway. It is nice to go to jail. There are nicer ways to do it. But the nice ways always fail. It isn't nice. It isn't nice. You told us once, you told us twice But if that is freedom's price, we don't mind It is nice to carry banners Or to sit in on the floor Or to shout our cry of freedom At the hotel and the store It isn't nice, it isn't nice You told us once, you told us twice but if that is freedom's price, we don't mind. We have tried negotiation and the three-man picket line. Mr. Charlie didn't see us and he might as well be blind. Now our new ways aren't nice when we deal with men of ice. But if that is freedom's price, we don't mind. Those years of lynching and the shot in Ever's back. Did you say it wasn't proper? Did you stand out on the track? You were quiet just like mice. Now you say we are nice. Well, if that is freedom's price, we don't mind. It is nice to block the doorway. It is nice to go to jail, where are nicer ways to do it, but the nice ways